lane with a place called home, so I'm feeling way strange. And it's not because the age I've changed, I just feel at this age I should have been gone. I'm Wade Anthony of Morning After Chill. I'm here with Jeremy Michael Raymer. And today we have this beautiful piece here. Um, we got the Jordan 1s in Water Paris with a little spin on it. We'll get to that a little later. But first, how are you doing, Jeremy? I'm doing great. I appreciate you having me here today, man. It's awesome, man. Like, it's been a while. It's been quarantine. What's been keeping you busy besides uh, the obvious? Uh, I mean, you know, artwork's kind of always been my therapy, so it's nice. You know, I've had a lot of projects lined up and I've been able to, to kind of make my way uh, through the pandemic as best I can. Okay. Pivot a little bit a little while back, do some print sales. And fortunately, uh, Pittsburghers and some people abound have been able to support me and keep me rolling. So like no video games? No, nah, no video games really for me, man. Like if I can get out in nature and uh, relax, that's definitely one of my go-tos. You you got the man in the woods vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> no, like quarantine bay or. No uh, I've been seeing. A new oh, drug we guy. got the we got the exclusives here. <laughs> a new no, old one. Actually. We'll keep it. We'll keep it under wraps. You got to tune in for the next episode of yeah. After Dark with Jeremy <laughs> Raymer. No, um, no, man, it's good to have you here. Um, I just want to get to know you, man. I've, I've seen a lot of your work. Uh, I'm in the north side now. Yeah. Um, I started out um, in um, Lawrenceville down here with the shop. Um, but as I like move towards the uh, further out to the north, man, you are heavy out there. Yeah, I've covered uh, a little bit over 100,000 square feet of public um, surface area at this point, last seven years. I'm going to do less talking, which is not my job, but I want the fans and, and all the followers and listeners to really figure out who you are. I know who you are, but uh, who is Jeremy Raymer? It's a heavy question. <laughs> I mean, you, you're a heavy character. And yeah. I, I'm like, I, I told, for background, I was very giddy for this interview. I never like really invite people, but it was an opportunity, like this was our mutual. So I was like, man, I had to have you here. Um, we're gonna get to the deets. Are you originally from Pittsburgh? Yeah, Pittsburgh, born and raised. A uh, little bit outside of downtown Pittsburgh. Grew up in Glassport, a little bit in Elizabeth Ford, University of Pittsburgh. Lived out in San Francisco for about five years. I've been back in Pittsburgh now for a decade. Isn't it hard coming back from San Francisco? I thought it was going to be harder than it actually was. Um, you know, I was there at a really good time. 05 to 10 was a great time. And subsequent times I'd gone back, I, I felt like the vibe wasn't the same as what it was. Jeremy, you don't have to be politically correct. <laughs> I'm from D.C., and I've been in Pittsburgh for eight years now. Yeah, yeah. It ain't the same as the big cities. Nah, it definitely isn't. I mean, everybody knows everybody here without a doubt. That is very true. Yeah. Especially in the dating world. Sorry. But, uh, no, um, we talked a little bit off air, um, a little pre precast. What was the moment for you where you were like, you're Spider-Man moment. You got bit. You're like, oh, this is who I am now. This is my identity. I was going into uh, my annual review meeting with my manager. Um, it was early April 2016. Literally walked into it. I was still on the fence about letting them know I was resigning. As soon as she started to talk, I was like, you got to hold up a minute. And it <laughs> happened. That's like ah, that moment. How did you feel in that moment? Because like I have a similar one, but this is about you. So it was it was a real surreal moment, you know, because I, I had gone to uh, University of Pittsburgh seven years combined um you know i went for biomechanical engineering electrical engineering and That's i want to be a career engineer i want to be an inventor i wanted to make things you know uh definitely want to have that creative component to it and over the course of a career you know definitely had some bosses that spurned me a bit and kind of 
it kind of ended up being a paycheck, you know, and um, the artwork on the side was always what drove me and what made me wake up every morning. And, you know, last four years I've been doing this, never woke up once and was like, I don't want to do this today. You know, a lot of our regular jobs, you might get a good paycheck. It just doesn't matter. You know, you live for the weekend and, and now there ain't no weekend. There ain't no Man, days. It's every day I get to do this. You are preaching. And to those who don't really understand what that means is like, there is no cons consistent schedule. There is no continuity. We, I'm, I'm gonna go on the ledge and speak for both of us. We kind of get off on like the work habit. Like I love what I'm doing, yeah. and if I ever stop loving it, I will die. Yeah. So yeah. the the constant uh, quote for creators like us is we never die. I mean, even with your paintings, they'll be there long before, like long after your yeah your, certainly your, your life is. You know what I mean? So. Uh, my creative, like I've created DJing things that people will go on the internet and be like, yo, I mean, we just lost Pop Spoke and all these other guys and their music lives on and is a way to celebrate. And I think that is in itself a high where it's pretty dope. We're an artist who is really compelled and the way you're moving people, because like for me, when I see that, that Clemente portrait that you've done, like I know I'm home. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. you may have done it for a whole nother reason. But your art, like, was for me, it means, like, all right, five more minutes. Yeah. And, and it's, like, a peaceful thing, and you don't even know that you're touching that many more people, let alone the ones that tagged you. I, I saw on your social media, um, you know, we, it's old news, but when you talked about the Tiger King, you had, like, multiple, multiple people hit you within the span of three hours. I think you guys like, 50, 60? Yeah, it's pretty wild, yeah. And it's right down the street from my studio, so I could literally see people in real time going up, and I was like... You know, I've never seen anything like this. And there's my Audi body garage is right there. And he's like, I, I need to start charging tickets. I've never seen this much traffic on the street in the entire 20, 25 years we've been here. Just watching you talk about it, like there's like a pure happiness that people would just get to experience something else. Yeah. Like uh, when, when you do your pieces, is there like a thought process in mind besides commission? Um, is there just like, uh, I'm just going to do art today? Or um, you know, a, a lot of it is planned, but I, I feel like part of my practice that's important to me is to not always be super strict about it. On days where I want to go out and just mess around and do a piece, yeah. I'll go out and do whatever. And sometimes I do stupid small pieces, like a 30, 45 minute piece. And a lot of times I paint over those too. Like there's quite a few buildings around town I've been fortunate to make connections with. And you know, I kind of virtually have an exterior scratch pad I get yeah. to mess around on. Um, but for the most part, a lot of stuff is pretty pretty um planned out to execute on a you know on a budget and a timeline so that's why i, I can say, produce so much I could, sometimes as an artist I, I would say not even an artist i'm going to speak from a consumer and when i mean consumer i mean a viewer um from a viewer aspect we sometimes forget that stuff costs money like yeah that stuff is not free like no one just said here's red blue black yeah green yellow pink go for it you're yep. like nah i need five cans of this five cans of that yeah. maybe 10 of that yeah and it's a true commitment so with that being said like do you have like uh because I, I feel like with creatives there's a we all have this thing whether you're an athlete creator um what's your regiment what is your like go-to thing like do you have to listen to i saw it when i pulled up you had your beats on like is it a lot of music is it, like you have to bang your head off a wall definitely like, music <laughs> driven if i could have my beats always without a doubt especially the noise canceling ones i just got these yeah. a couple months back i love them so yeah i mean 
dubstep EDM definitely drives um, a lot of the look to the piece too. When you see certain movements, it's me going to the beat. And yeah. I just, a lot of times, just like, you know, someone's playing guitar and they get their certain pattern down and they riff off that. Yeah. That's what I do. I'll start doing something and then I'll just start doing and let it go like a flow state. I'm about to go past some of your art and be like Shazam and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot oh, of yeah. pieces oh, have. definitely listening to some Yeah. Stuff. A lot of pieces have one specific song I'll listen to 100, 200 times a lot throughout. And it just, the energy of whatever I feel in my body, it kind of comes out on the wall from, from the music. Dr. Dre, come hook my man up. <laughs> like he needs, I, need, I need to see smart, I need to see growth. Cause if we can get more art because he has some beats. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to see that. <laughs> um, okay, so you've done a lot. Um, you spoke before and said over 100,000 square feet of yeah. real estate north side alone. Um, I seen that you have this now map. Yeah. You want to speak about it? Cause it's fairly new. Sure. A couple, it's only what, so I, I have a, an alternate account. My main one is uh, Jeremy M. Raymer, but you could also pop over over to uh, Raymer Art Tours. And, you know, I've had an assistant um, for the past two, three years. Unfortunately, we worked together and put together a little self-guided free digital download map and um, spread out all over the city here. Um, there's about 32 locations. 17 different neighborhoods and uh, about 70 pieces at this point you could come check out you could start in the middle one end or the other and see pieces all around yeah man and um last question before we get to this beautiful obvious piece that we have in the middle that we haven't even acknowledged um do you have a favorite piece you know fortunately a lot of times it's kind of like always the next one i'm going to work on but i'll say the piece that i just got to do by the tripped hotel at 40th um street 177 Tom Savini and uh, the Jason mask, you know, that was a passion project of mine. So I put that one together and, you know, it's the smallness of Pittsburgh. I reached out to Tom's daughter within 15 minutes. I was connected directly with Tom and he was all about it. And I got to meet him and just amazing dude. And it was just like kind of a perfect storm came together. I'm looking at this piece, the detail, the color. This isn't like your, your, your Bigfoot. It's not like uh, most of the gray scale aspects you do. Yeah. This is like, what made you want to go in more depth with the color? Because that Jason mask is like 40 yeah. different yellows. <laughs> you know, over the last two years, especially at least, like kind of my, um, my technique and my process has refined. So I feel like the last, you know, four or five portraits I've done, I've had a really good likeness. And especially with Tom, um, just increasing the palette and just pushing myself every time. I want my, every single piece to be better than the last. Okay. You know, a friend of mine told me a while back, you know, a lot of times an artist is like, I want it to be a little bit better. And uh, you got him on the wall right there. Matt Gondak was like, I want to make my last piece look like shit compared to the new one. So it's just like, I try to go. I love that. Levels beyond what I had done. And, you know, <laughs> fortunately I've been, you know, able to get out there and do it for the most part since so the next one hopefully will be better than that one too that's like such a slight flex too like to walk past something like amazing like oh that's my old shit yeah, <laughs> yeah you like that <laughs> <laughs> yes uh yeah. that's crazy man but let's get to it man uh, i i've been teetering the bush now we know a little bit about mr jeremy m uh Raymer. now let's get to know these new york to paris jordan ones um can you please give some of the listeners and viewers uh, a reason or how this even came about in the first place? Um, I, I had done a commission piece for a restaurant up in um, Garfield, Fish North Fowl, and the head chef, uh, Dan Carlton. Became familiar with my work, um, big supporter of mine. He's bought in several pieces. And then maybe a year and a half or so ago, he reached out to me and said, you know, I picked up a pair, two pairs of these actually, 
Um, these shoes, you know, that uh, kind of distress and age as you wear them. And he had seen some customs and he's like, you know, gave me a rough idea that he wanted Wu-Tang, wanted a little bit New York vibe, a little bit of Paris vibe and some other elements. And, you know, I've, I've done some other shoes. I do some t-shirts, I do uh, denim jackets as well. So I work from as big a scale possible to as small as these. And I uh, just kind of ran with it, came up with a few designs. And over the course of a week or two, we just uh, kind of came up with it and then I executed it. What amazes me about it is one, like I like I said, I I follow a lot of the graffiti artists. Um, first of all, we're in this climate now where I should understand more. Is that what you consider yourself? Um, you know, it's it's kind of like music too. There's so many yeah. subgenres. At the end of the day, I just consider myself an artist, primarily a portrait artist. But I pride myself on being able to paint anything. Okay, that's why I've done a wide range of commissions and, and stuff like this too. Fair. Yeah. As being, I, I should really uh, iterate my question. As being more known for the graf graffiti art, mm -hmm. I would say me being an outsider, yeah. I didn't know but what I've been around. Um, this was interesting to me for a simple fact that it's on a shoe. Yeah. And this is a very much smaller scale than what yeah. I've seen of your work. Yeah. Like I just learned about your your more 48 inch or your, your, your smaller stuff. As yeah, a lot of people IG. don't know I do smaller canvas pieces too. Yeah, I, yeah. I've seen a lot of stuff like on fences. I've seen mm -hmm. a lot of the uh, Homer the psychedelics and I was like, this guy has levels. But when I saw this and the fact that I do custom, yeah. I already know what it takes just to change the color of the shoe. Yeah. Let alone, now we have this piece right here. Um, for those of you who can't see, we'll do close-ups a little later. But this looks like a pixelated biggie. Yeah. I can see every dot. Yeah. From like, and, and there's a huge gradient. Um, the colors are thick. I just know the level of layer after layer after layer. What, okay, first of all, I guess I wanna say is, what made you choose these characters? Um, the specific characters were more so Dan's choice, okay. but when I went on the search, when I see the image, the likeness of a portrait especially, I'll know that's the one without a doubt. And these ones came, came right off the bat. Man, like, first of all, Biggie, obvious. Obvious New York. Yeah. But the throw ODB. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah you could have just did Wu Tang by itself. And, like, that's, excuse my French, very basic bitch S. But the ODB. <laughs> yeah. This is like the gritter. It's like the shine and the grit where it was, it's just like, man, now there's some history on this. It, it pulls you in. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm a real fan of NY. Um, you have the pixelated, you know, the, the absence of color on this one. And mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, working backwards like that is awesome. But also, too, uh, the, the piece that, besides the, there's also uh, the Statue of Liberty that's on here with the city line of Paris, uh, which we'll all get into the details of it. But the fact that you use the shoe as itself to, um, that's the underlying piece of art. It doesn't look like it's overused. Yeah. Um, it looked like it's from the streets. It looks yeah. like someone wore it. You even hit the back, uh, the back um, part of the, uh, the shoe where, it exposes every aspect of the shoe. I'm a big fan on this huge thing because the shoe does not pop alone by itself. It's technically just a white and smoke gray shoe. Yeah. But the color of this popping pink coming from under, and it's, I mean, the rise of the city has always been a New York theme and just having the whole skyline on the midsole, which is crazy because this midsole looked like it came black. Yeah, yeah. But it's not, it's a sale color. So, no, nah, man, this is just awesome in itself. But um, it's, explain the process. Like, this 
Paris one, I flip it around. Uh, it looks like a stencil. Is any of this a stencil? It actually is all stencils. When I when I shrink down, especially usually like in the four foot by four foot and smaller realm, yeah, I'll incorporate freehand and stencil then. But when we get down to this scale, it was all stencil. And this was, uh, I pushed my equipment quite a bit to be able to achieve the level of detail on these. I had gotten a special new um, hardened uh, blade for my vinyl cutter. And then I also found this other product called Ultra Mask, which is a really flexible vinyl that um, is low ad uh, tack adhesive. And that was also critical for these because we have uneven surfaces. So yeah. when we went over the Nike swooshes, for instance, I was able to take, you know, like a, some sort of wooden element and I was able to push it and get it so we could have tight lines across um, different planes. It's, it's crazy to now know, as I did my research, um, like your process on the bigger scale. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, was any of that incorporated like behind it? I guess like we, is there any like pre? The baseline approach is actually virtually identical. You know, basically um, Dan had give me the shoes. I take reference photos of all the angles um, put it in Photoshop okay. and then I start overlaying it. And since, you know, we kind of have some things to work around here, just like, you know, on a building, there's windows, there's doors, whatever. I try to do everything site specific. specific yeah. So I was able to lay out on here the best way possible and scale things so that I thought they laid out, um, as good as they could be on the piece, you know, over here, you know, where we have the spikes of the, uh, Lady Liberty yeah. to kind of fit that right in between where the lace is there. Yeah, you, you um, gotta be like dramatic. I mean, even with ODB's like uh, twist, you have it perfectly like they're not, nothing's chopped off. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, it's meant to be here. Yeah. Um, what I like about this and which is crazy, uh, man, I mean, this is dope in general. Um, yeah, man, like I'm just at a loss for words because it's just very clean. Um, and what I was gonna say, cause I lost my, my words for a second. There's a lot of engineering aspects behind this. Yeah, what definitely. it sounds like, and yeah. that's your background. I mean, yeah. we heard, we hear, uh, for those who don't know, Virgil Abloh, like he did some engineering as well, and, and more in industrial, mm. and he incorporated that into his art with the whole, you know, it looked like caution tape, but it said off white instead. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting, and my background too is in engineering before I started mm. business in college. So it's just very interesting to know the rules of engineering and then having that skill, but then turning it into something where this i think that's very interesting in itself you're super talented man um do you have any upcoming pieces that we should be on the lookout for um one piece in particular definitely is going to be a showcase piece it's uh an eight foot by 20 foot long uh commission for a yoga studio that's going to be open in downtown okay aether yoga um it's actually all stencils as well oh, i took okay. elements from the uh, altar of zeus or the pergamon altar um, so it's kind of marble statues okay. of uh, Greek gods and goddesses having this huge battle. I love. Um, I mean, it, it's gonna it's gonna look like a marble statue off the wall. I finished the first panel. I saw. I on saw the second a clips of, Yeah, yeah. That looks amazing, man. Um, I'm gonna tag you in a lot of stuff. Uh, well, I'm gonna tag the the followers and a lot of stuff so they can see it. But um, man. Um, I don't know what else to ask, man. Like I, I just... do have one other project we could plug real quick yeah, too. Um, I'm at the um, the Highline um, Pittsburgh. It's the uh, renovation of the Riverwalk Complex. Um, I'll be doing three murals there. Okay. Uh, two of them will be like historical Pittsburgh elements um, from the warehouse itself, and then also like a 1915 skyline view of Pittsburgh um, that'll be up on East Carson Street. And then they have a, a train car actually 
um, a railroad train car, and I'll be painting on that. That'll be the third canvas. That, is lit. that one's gonna be. They're kind of giving me a bit more free reign on that. That one will be like way more uh, street art esque. Will be edgier. Won't be anything like the historical stuff. So that'll definitely be the showcase piece to come check out there. Cool. I'll be out there through um, September, October. When uh, I guess I found another question. When you're doing your work, do you do you like your piece of solidarity and just you and your music or? Um, yeah, I do. You know, I definitely don't mind a crowd to watch, yeah. but once I get in the zone, it's kind of like I just like it's to like, go. Don't talk to me. Yeah. yeah that's fair. But, you know, I honestly, I get to do what I do because the public is out there. So if someone's around, I never mind answering questions. And people are usually hesitant when I have my headphones on. But, you know, if people are around, you know, you're out there, please come say hello. What's up? I'll definitely come to, you know, chat with you for a few minutes. All right, man. Anything you wanted to let people know outside of this or anything like you just want to give a shout out to? Anything on your anything brewing? Ah, uh, no, nothing you in particular. You know, I had a lot of uh, mm -hmm. out of state and my first international mural lined up, so everything got pushed back a little bit from what's oh, going on. So, oh, be looking for a lot of new stuff around town here, and maybe you know within six eight hour drive, I have some walls lined up, and uh, you know just kind of keep grinding, keep painting, man. And ladies, his Tinder is Tinder.com forward slash <laughs> Jeremy M Raymer. Um. Thank you for ha um, thank you for coming. I'm so blessed to have you here. You're an awesome guy, very talented. Um, I'm on the lookout for everything that you do. Um, I'm happy to have this piece here. If you can add me to the tour, I would love people to just come and look. Yeah, certainly, man. I will make sure that they don't touch this. <laughs> um, nah, man, it's just awesome. I hope to see you around. My last favor would be uh, if I can ask you to sign the wall. And then two, um, for the, those out there, this is, we already talked about, I know, but what's your favorite color again? Black. Damn right. See, it's a real color. So anyway, <laughs> thanks, Jeremy. I'm Wade Anthony of the Morning After Chill. This is episode 50, Talking Art. And I have my guest here. Jeremy Michael Rammer. And we're out. Thank you, G, for having us too as well. <laughs>